I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Journalists have asked me, what is the common point between football and theatre? But they are completely different. We are both live, that's it. So said Frank LaBeouf, star of Chelsea France Theatre, and as you may just be learning, the Stephen Hawking biopic, The Theory of Everything. The only way of winning him off the ventilator will be to give him a track of the horn in the neck. You see, LaBeouf is now an actor, and he is one of many footballers to turn their attention to stage and screen. Who can forget Pelé, Bobby Moore and Ozzy Ardiles in Escape to Victory? I want to play. You can't play like that. I feel good, I feel better. I must play. Ref, he's coming back on. Eric Cantona's acclaimed performance in Elizabeth. You devez comprendre qu'elle est une femme. Darren Bent voicing soccer player number two in an episode of Phineas and Ferb. Is it my imagination or is that a Football X7 stadium? It's your imagination. That's just a mailbox. But there is one on this side of the bus. I forgot that one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that one. You want David Beckham as an Arthurian knight, as directed by Guy Ritchie? You can have it. Where do you think I want you? Hands on the hill, stupid. You want to see Neymar recruited into a top-secret team of black ops special agents? It's out there. So set you me and my So? Lunch at dinner time somewhere in the world. Come on, eat up. You want Ian Wright trying to track down a Nazi gun with mythical powers on a motorbike? I promise you that also exists. Yeah, thanks, Six. Appreciate it. Listen, the goods are here. No sign of Axel. Where is he? Such is the magic of cinema that we've even seen Ali McCoy play for Celtic. So put on your 3D glasses and take them off again because we don't really do that anymore. <laughs> Get your popcorn and join us for the Football Rambles Guide to Footballers Acting. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Luke Moore. Ah, oh, gentlemen, here we are once again, <laughs> rubbing my hands together. I want to ask you all, what is your favourite acting appearance by a footballer? Jim Campbell. 
I'm going to go with a weird one just because it's so weird that it exists at all. Fitz Hall is in the fifth element. <laughs> yeah, he is. We've discussed before. <laughs> it's really strange. I think his mum knew the casting director and he's like, he's quite young in it. Oh, and, uh, I he... can't do it. I'm not going to do the whole thing. <laughs> I can't do the whole thing. Yeah. But it was before I he was a footballer. I completely forgot that happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, it was as a kid. He's got, he's got quite a prominent like bit of screen time in it as well yeah. it's like when they're in some sort of ancient Egyptian tomb or whatever what, right are, you the ta- what are you talking about know, it's all in the fifth element what's, <laughs> it's not what do you expect me to be talking about yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it for like 25 years well if, when you watch it again Fitz fucking Hall's in it so. it's before he became a footballer yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a kid. he's a young lad in it yeah. precocious talent oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah came yeah. from the future yeah. <laughs> went back not in time he became a footballer yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. Yeah, there we are. You see, yeah, what a start. no one can beat that. No, I don't no think one. they can. Pete, I think Pete can have a good go at it. Though I d- I, I, we obviously did a couple of years ago. Um, uh, the, the old film club, didn't we? Yeah, um, uh, it, a lot of crossover. Here. That was large, hugely, a lot of crossover. Yeah. enjoyable to do. And, and one of my favourite uh, titles was the film Hot Shot. Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, uh, young lads playing in what I think it was just after sort of Nazzle started to sort of grind to a halt. I think yeah. back yeah. in the day, uh, a footballer travels to Brazil. Uh, to meet Pele, who's now a farmer, uh-huh. uh, and he just wants to learn how to do a bicycle kick. Like yeah. he's like he's a professional footballer, mm. and he doesn't know how he can possibly do a bicycle I mean, kick. It's a notable film for a few reasons. Um, the top one clearly being very homoerotic. It's, it's abysmal. Yeah. Yeah. Secondly, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think Pete's that it's is the, yeah. it's that's one of the one. most homoerotic movies ever been made. It's yeah. glorious. And the, what makes it interesting is that. It's obviously not intended to be like that. Yeah, no. Yeah, and and in my obviously well, it's now, in Brazil, let's take our tops off. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> the only thing I've got in my memory of it now is the the young lad yeah. and Pele, who's yeah. an older gentleman then, yeah. with their tops off, just chopping sugar cane down, yeah, yeah, exactly, and getting yeah. sweaty together. He's helping, They're helping that, farming. It's like in the Nursats, Mr Miyagi, Daniel Larusso type. It's very yeah. much, and the yeah. lad's called Jimmy as well. They're always called Jimmy. I have to yeah. briefly go back to what Pete said about the overhead kick because there is a moment where they're playing football as if it's like a proper erotic dance. Mm. And then Pelly just, like the ball just goes up in the air for some reason. Yeah. And Pelly just does an overhead kick and he goes, oh, I always wondered how you did that. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, like, have you yeah. seen him do it before? <laughs> Watch him do it. You've seen him do it again. <laughs> it's not like he quickly got imagine, a step imagine, ladder and jumped from it. Imagine yeah. at that point in the film, Pelé just went, yeah. what do you mean? Sorry. Sorry, Jimmy. I know you've been helping me with my sugarcane farming, yeah. but uh, I mean, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sugar pie for dinner again, it's like Jimmy. Some, it's, not, it's not like I've got a quadratic <laughs> equation on the board, is it? Sugar yeah. pie for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a sexy sequel. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> shot two, sugar pie for dinner would be great. <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> like American pie, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go on, man. Uh, guy, and that's also called Jim. Yeah. So you're right. right okay. yeah. Yeah. There's the influence, you see. Exactly. Uh, you've got to judge a film on, on not just its uh, its watchability, but also... Cast a very long time. As one of the reviews said at the time was... It's difficult to justify spending so much of it as you do here watching Pele act and Youngs play soccer. Yeah. <laughs> You'd yeah. rather see Pele play soccer and Jim Youngs uh, act. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't rather see Jim no, Youngs act. No, he's yeah, terrible. Yeah. He's not even good at that bit. No. Um, Luke Moore. Um, I am going to go for the following for a couple of reasons. One, because I was quite pleasantly surprised by it when I watched it yesterday, knowing we're going to be doing this. Mm. And second, because it will probably quite annoy Pete Danson. Mm. In 2014, I think. I Ooh. think it was 2014. Um, they brought show. back Only Fools and Horses aka Pete Larson's <laughs> favourite show, favorite show yeah, for, yeah. Sport, yeah. for sport relief oh. right and the scene it's, it's like funny, an elongated it? it's a funny idea exactly exactly what, what funny idea what could be better than that nothing you know 
Uh, and um, <laughs> well, Corden's got to be involved for it to be funny. Well, Corden's not in it. I know. Yeah, Corden's not in it from what I've seen. And yeah. I've only seen what I presume to be the entirety of it, which is like a ten-minute clip, and it's mm-hmm. set mostly in a cafe and in the market outside. It's Delbo and Rodney in the cafe, and they're having a chat. And the conceit is a few minutes into the chat. Have you any of you guys seen this? I, no. I'm sure I would have done, but you're going to have to jog my so memory. The conceit is a few minutes in. There's a, someone sat next to them at the table reading the big newspaper. Oh, yeah. And it turns out to be David Beckham. Shut right. up. Now, I know what you're thinking. David Beckham's going to be absolutely fucking terrible. Mm. Uh, and he was very self-deprecating about himself afterwards, saying, like, I don't think I'm going to make much of an actor kind of thing. Because he you know, seems like, I mean, the, that Qatar thing mm. aside, we'll talk about that another time, but he seems generally like quite a nice guy. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> But he's not actually that bad in it. Like, there's one line he delivers, mm. which is obviously, shut up, you tart. Right. Uh, which, yeah, is as bad as you can imagine. Yeah, that's, his, that's David Beckham's catchphrase, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. He was always saying but, that on yeah. the field of play. But he, he, sends, he sends himself up a bit and he right. doesn't do too badly. And, okay. I, and I get the impression they probably do quite a lot of takes, which is fine, because yeah. none of us here are actors. So, I mean, Jim aside, Jim mm. can actually probably act. Mm. Um, uh, but um, it's not too bad. And he's also at the absolute apotheosis mm. of his handsomeness. Mm. Mm. So next to like a droopy face Nicholas Lindhurst <laughs> and quite an old <laughs> David Jason, national treasure as they may be, he just looks amazing. Yeah. And to cap the whole thing off at the end, he's standing leaning on one of those crates that they use to bring stock in, like a mm. wheeled kind of container thing. Yeah. You see him at supermarkets when they stock on the shelves, those mm. kind of things. He's leaning against one, and a little boy comes over and says, are you David Beckham? He says, yeah, I am, but don't tell anyone. He says, will you sign this ball? So he goes down and signs the football. As he gets down to sign the football, someone moves the container. Yeah. Guess what happens next? Uh, he falls uh, over. Little boy falls, no? No, he, he recreates falls. the Pete's favourite comedy scene yeah, ever yeah, of yeah. Del Boy falling through the bar. Yeah. And he does it very well. Yeah. And so, he goes, shut up, you tart, as he says it. <laughs> so... Damn you. Um, sorry for the long answer. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. David Beckham. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Beckham's been in a few things. We'll come on to... Uh... I couldn't go down the route of the movies we'd seen before as you're in that film club because of quite severe post-traumatic stress disorder. No, that's very understandable. And, and, so, and so I had to find a new one. Very understandable. Uh, I'm going to go for Stan Collymore in uh, Basic Instinct <laughs> 2, Risk Addiction. Gets a handy, then dies. Yeah. <laughs> He, uh, does she not? Th- I've not. Uh, does she not throw him in the Thames? Oh, I don't know. I think. Um, and the scene that I saw, I could. Uh, yeah. I, what, what an end. I, I, <laughs> well, tell in, me, in a way. Um, what's what's the what's the re- and this is maybe a completely stupid question, yeah. but what's the reason Stan Collins Stan likes like? handies? Yeah. Well, I think was the scene where he was getting um, a handy, as you say, <laughs> uh, a little treat. What, was it in a car? He was yeah. in the car, yeah. Yeah, so okay. drive, yeah. So they've gone like for like. Yeah, but I don't understand what the point of that is. As they, basically, the casting agents and the director gone, Stan Collymore's yeah. done this in real life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's inexplicably put him in a movie. It sounds like, quite possibly. It sounds like the script needed editing late <laughs> and the final draft was finished after mm. everyone involved had been awake for about three days. <laughs> You know I mean, for that yeah. to seem like uh, the start of the movie as well, mm. for that to seem viable. I she, just... she drives the whole car. I'm watching it. Uh, she's, <laughs> yeah, I'm just watching it. Yeah. Uh, she drives the whole car into, uh, I don't know whether it's the Thames or not, but certainly it, well, she, he, she lands it in, in the water and uh, stam- and it all finishes there, basically. So she does this deliberately to him? I think it is. Yeah, it might be. Because oh, she's, yeah. she's a killer. Mm. Mixed she's signals. A killer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 straight in the water, and uh, I'm not really sure how this ends, but presumably she gets out, uh, and Stan Collymore is uh, is in David Jones's locker, having to think yeah. about what he's done. <laughs> David Jones's locker, which also sounds a bit like slang for a wank. Yeah, <laughs> I forget the name of the character. It was like uh, what was it? Just a Frank somebody. He was a, he was a footballer. 
Right, it was okay. like Frankie Money. Or do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it was really <laughs> quite lazy. But it's also got David Morrissey in it. He's like a good actor. Yeah, I right. know. Well, Sh- Sharon Stone is the lead. Well, it's, okay, fair enough. I mean, Sharon Stone's a star, yeah. right? Big yeah. Shazza. It's, yeah, no. it's also got David. Just looking at it now, it's also got David Thewlis in it. He's also a big actor. My goodness. Bloody yeah. hell! The world just. What year was it? Uh, two thousand six. A, a long time after the first one, wasn't it? It yeah. was a really bizarre sequel to ever happen at all. Two thousand six was like a mu- feels like a much more inno- weird, yeah. innocent time. Yeah, Kevin Franks was his name. Okay, Kevin yeah. Franks. So David yeah. Morrissey plays the um, uh, psychiatrist uh, tasked with evaluating novelist Catherine Trammell once again in trouble with the law. In Scotland Yard <laughs> get oh, involved. Once so it's, again, it's, 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 it's filmed in in, in Britain. Well, no, she's, a, she's a serial killer, and it's described as once again in trouble with the law. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> old. Is it me, or is it, or is it me, or the Hollywood film writers and, and script writers really lean into the idea of <laughs> yeah. using the phrase Scotland Yard? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know, New Scotland Yard or whatever is where the police are based. Or whatever, but it, it doesn't really feel like it gets talked about that much in real life. And, no. and when you when you're a, a kid and you watch uh, the news and that Scotland Yard sign sort of yeah, spins yeah, around, there. it's fucking tiny in real life. Is absolutely it? tiny. How would you know? Because I walked past it and went, "That's absolutely you've defended tiny." Men, you've defended many of them. Your role as a public defender as I'm being wheeled in under a towel. <laughs> You got to be careful when you say things are tiny. I remember someone saying to me, "The Eiffel Tower is really small," and I yeah. went there and I was like, "Bloody isn't it? It's not. No, it's no. very impressive. Hey, what, what is that? Statue of Liberty is a lot smaller than people think. No, not mm. for me. It, okay, because okay. I heard it was really small, so I was expecting something a little tiny, little lady. For normal people, it's not quite small. To, or for big people like you, maybe. Yeah, because you are very mighty. That, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> um, but gentlemen, uh, uh, footballers in, in films, and we want to talk about footballers who have properly acted, mm. not just appeared as themselves in goal and all that kind of nonsense. You know, proper performances in films where they've acted because some obviously lend their voices you know you can think of Olivier Giroud with one of the Spider-Man films yeah didn't know that happened uh, Anderson Iesta is didn't know that voice. happened what did he do what's he uh, similar voice acting similar wasn't voice acting and Antoine Griezmann did one um, I, I, I forget where um, yeah. but we want to talk about proper uh, uh, acting uh, performances wow. not just appearing as themselves Fine. I was going to say voice acting is proper acting. Yeah, okay. But well, so we've covered that. There you yeah, go. Fine. So don't bother tweeting us. <laughs> um, uh, we start with the gold standard, of course. Uh, Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones. Is it the gold standard? I think Jim Campbell. Well, I think the, what's worth pointing out with, with Vinnie Jones and a few others that we'll come on to is that it's very difficult to be a professional footballer at any level. Mm. It's also very, very difficult yeah. to be a professional actor at any level. And he has yeah. done both of those you things. you can be sneering. He has a genuine Jones. acting career. Yeah. Yeah. You can be sneering, go, oh, well, he's, well, no, he's not yeah. an actor in the same way as others. But if you look at some of the people he starred against, uh, starred alongside with, I know that a lot of these films are not great and blah, 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 blah. But of course, Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels is where he, he made his debut. Uh, he won an Empire Award for Best Debut and, and the film was nominated for three BAFTAs. They won one. And then in Snatch, of course, he was cast along alongside Brad Pitt uh, and Benicio Del Toro, um, which yeah. I think, I haven't watched those films for a while, but I think Snatch would probably appeal to a wider audience. It's a little bit more so uh, potentially I, I, well-rounded. Without, without sort of reviewing the films, we're talking about No, we're talking Vinnie about Vinnie Jones, and I think Jim makes a really fair point to establish the fact that, you know, clearly our job is to sit in this studio, chip off about people. Yes. And I think we're quite good at that. Mm. I'm not disrespecting Vinny for doing what he's done. Mm. What about not... that daft monologue at the end of Gone in 60 Seconds? That's crap. Yeah. That's, but that's <laughs> not crap. But that's not his fault, really. That's the <laughs> he, he never doesn't scripted talk that. for the whole film, does he? Yeah, and, uh, and right. then at the end, spoilers. Yeah. And he does spoil it. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> he, not the great dictator. Uh, not yeah, seen it. No, same principle. But like, 
in in no way is it like the Charlie Chaplin <laughs> yeah. classic, I, The Great Dictator. I was going to say, I haven't seen it, yeah. but I know it's not the and, same. And I, think, I think also you could spoiler a film that came out in the year 2000. <laughs> yeah. It's on you at that point, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what I was just going to say was, it, it, completely fair enough that Jim, Jim starts it off by saying that, but I have watched both those films recently mm. and I think he is probably better in Snatch. Oh, he is better. Yeah, but I don't actually think he's that good in either of them. Who Who was the other footballer that appeared in, I think it was Lockstock, very briefly as it's, a doorman? Um, it's uh, Sol Campbell. It's big Sol Campbell. Oh, yeah. Sol Campbell plays a doorman mm. in the card game in Lockstock. That's right. But apparently we're not talking about the film, we're talking about Vinnie Jones. We are. Well, we're talking about footballers in films and there's one for you. So my <laughs> favourite performance in that is uh, Sol Campbell. <laughs> Uh, it's a silent role for about 10 seconds on the extras he does a big monologue <laughs> um, I, I just think I, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to articulate this very well but so mm. bear with me have a go bruv I think I remember when it came out I saw Lockstock at the cinema I remember Vinnie mm. Jones it being a big deal that Vinnie Jones was in it and I remember a lot of people mm. wanting him to be good Yeah. Yep. and to me that is always what it's set against which yeah. if you actually watch it now away from all that nonsense fair enough he's against good actors in Snatch I mean Brad Pitt's brilliant in Snatch mm-hmm. and Del Toro is obviously always, you know, usually always brilliant mm-hmm. and there's a lot of good actors involved. It's 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 to his credit that he gets through it and he doesn't ruin the movie or anything yeah. but I wouldn't say that there was anything from those performances where you think, okay, he's going to be a brilliant actor. But the fact that he was, wasn't was as talented a footballer and he made his name being a fucking hatchet man on the field, mm-hmm. yeah. would that, does that kind of add to the, the, I think the, so. the, the, trans, oh, the transition look, yeah, into yeah, yeah. acting? He looks great. So I he's think, really well cast, I think. But I think mm-hmm. the fact that he's, he's that old school kind of rogue isn't he he's, he's just a bit like East London kind of gangstery kind of vibe to him which he had on the field and, and that's yeah. why it transfers over mm-hmm. if he was a more talented footballer possibly like your David Beckham's if he was mm-hmm. a bit more like that that he, it, I don't think he would have I don't think he would have translated personally no, no I think but, I mean, also it's that underdog story isn't it for, for someone uh, 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 somebody like Vinnie Jones then getting into Hollywood and it's, it's, there's mm-hmm. there's that amusing kind of thing of seeing him hobnobbing with someone like Brad Pitt as he did at Walthamstow Ra- Greyhound Racing Stadium yeah. when uh, when he when uh, he went down there because he, he loves the dogs does old I've Vin. never heard it be called that before I just thought it was called the dog track yeah well Walthamstow Greyhound Racing Stadium yeah true enough yeah <laughs> I, uh, I, I just for the international uh, listeners. This is what Kate Basie would call it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that I would uh, set the scene properly. But yeah, he took Brad Pitt to the dogs, uh, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, apparently, everyone thought it was a Brad Pitt lookalike. Yeah. Because mm. they thought, ah, oh, there's no way that's older. Uh, so that, that, isn't that, isn't that quite a, isn't that quite a common reaction from people to see someone really famous in normal life? But I think, but I think that, that goes... person really looks like so and so. But the yeah. fact he's with Jones at the dogs. Yeah. I think that that's why people thought, nah, come on. And I think that goes into yeah. your point, Pete, how people kind of wanted Vinnie Jones to do well because there's an element of all, he, I don't know what he's representing. Oh, he's, he's, he's an everyman. Like, we've all gotten yeah. a plane, slapped a passenger, pissed, and uh, had your guns <laughs> taken off us exactly. yeah. by Hertfordshire Council. There we are, yeah. you see. Yeah. Uh, we've all done that's it. Why, that's why you moved to it. That's why yeah. I yeah. moved out. Well, let's, let's talk about a more, um, I suppose, maybe too cultured for his own good uh, chap, um, Eric Cantona. Mm. So if we're talking gold standard, Cantona's got to be in there as well. So yeah. I haven't actually seen. So I mean, have you seen Looking for Eric? No, I told you I haven't seen any of the Eric Cantona ones. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Just, You've not seen the Overeater, in yeah. which he dons a fat suit. I, I, no, I tell me, actually, I've seen the period where he plays the French ambassador. What's Elizabeth. that called? Yeah, which is not, the one where he gets his old boy out? I'm not sure. 
Okay. I mean, he plays, I don't think he, he plays like a uh, is it a porn star or something? Maybe. He gets his willy out. I don't, I don't know. think he's yeah. was it his actual willy. He was a stunt willy. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing with, again, the thing with Cantona is similar to Jones. He like if you look at his filmography, he's he's still working. It's, yeah. It's, it's, he makes a couple some, of movies a year. He's in decent some in looking he's, for he's a proper actor now. Some yes. critics say Cantona is a better actor than a footballer, and that's saying something. He's not though. Is no, he? No, of course not. That's why that's what I'm People want him to play. Yeah, people want to be good. They want them to be to be. I think that's true to a point, but to to then establish a proper second career mm. even if it's not as an A-lister is, is impressive you only get so many goes at being a, being a novelty and in fact I think the stunt casting can go against you at times but I think yeah, yeah but I think and your point about Vinnie Jones is that to, to make it as an actor is very very difficult and I understand that you say well he's, he's a bit of a big name well that actually can go against you I completely agree with both of you saying that you know, I, I think so, fair. But, but Cantona has you know he, he he's been in a lot of films, and so is his fellow countryman Frank LaBeouf, who was yeah. who was in um, the the Oscar nominated film The Theory of Everything, which like that's a proper big old production. It's won the World Cup and been in an Oscar nominated movie. That's some going, isn't it? Yeah, he didn't win the Oscar though. No, he didn't. Yeah, no. but that's fine. I think you're not going to get it for three minutes. <laughs> no, <laughs> in a film, really. You really got to do something. Best World Cup winner <laughs> uh, turned actor award. The scene he's in. Frank is... again. <laughs> the scene in, he's in is really strange as well. It's when they're talking about turning off Hawking's um, life support potentially. Oh. And he's like, he seems really pro. Like, no, I can't, it's going to be talking to his wife. He's like, this would be awful for you. God, just kill him. <laughs> just <laughs> honestly, God, it's, 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 he's probably not going to survive. Just. And she's like, absolutely not. Do you no. know what the bit I found weird is when... Go on. I don't feel like I need to watch it now. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant, really. Absolutely not, no. Well, that's all the voices, fine. Hello, I'm Frank LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not you kill your husband. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not killing my husband. I don't fucking want to. <laughs> I found it quite odd as, as a doctor, whenever he went to sort of, you know, do anything, Fabian Barthes' head would appear and he'd kiss the top of it and then he'd... <laughs> Let it crack on. <laughs> but there we are. We've all got our quotes. Imagine that. It cuts to Stephen Hawking. He's being played by Fabian Bartes. He's about to check him over. Hang on. There we go. No. Good luck. I can't say that. Carry on. <laughs> um, go on then. Ali McCoist. Yeah. I Let's come back home. So my major beef with Ali McCoist. So a shot of glory. Yeah. If you haven't heard of Alongside Robert DeVal and Michael Keaton. Exactly. I hate and, this movie. And, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't, if you haven't Piece heard the, shit. if you haven't heard the film club episode, you should go back and listen to it. We did it during lockdown. It's not even in the top five worst films we saw in that bloody no club. it's not it's, that's fine let's not do that again no but I do have a point to make here and the point I've got to make is that Ali McCoist does a thing that mm. I've never seen anyone do before in a movie yeah. and it somehow makes the edit mm -hmm. where when he's in a scene when he stops speaking, yeah. he thinks the acting bit's over. Mm. Yeah. So he just carries on like about his normal day. And just relaxes. So he doesn't yeah. react to anything. Mm. So it's he just goes to sit down. He just turns off after he yeah. said his bit. And I don't think you can do Checking that as a phone. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like phones in those days. I like that in that movie he plays for Kilnocky FC. Yeah. It's yeah. like they've had a fun day making up Scottish towns. Definitely. Yeah. Glum well, bastard. Can we get away with glum bastard? <laughs> yeah. But I think that's probably. Robert Duval practicing his Scottish accent oh, trying bad, to just really save because yeah. he talking about McCoy's not knowing Robert Duval right a critically acclaimed actor like, yeah. magnificent actor in that film every time he speaks with a Scottish accent when he comes to an end of a sentence he looks confused as if he's looking around for somebody to go yeah no that was fine Robert you got it right that time yeah. <laughs> every <laughs> thing that comes out of his mouth is incredible however yeah. though um, Luke and maybe Jim if you're critical of McCoy's appearance uh, 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 you know role in that um, you're at loggerheads with Kevin Costner once again because he said he is a truly remarkable talent. It's rare that a sportsman can act, but Ali McCoy is a natural. He has an Olivier-type quality. Waterworld's Kevin Costner. <laughs> naughty. Why? That's no. naughty. No, it's not. It is naughty. <laughs> it He's isn't. been in a lot better stuff than that.
Yeah, yeah, not, not since, though, has he? Yeah, he has since. I don't care. His downfall had begun by the time he was saying that Ali McCoist was like Olivier. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> being critical of Kevin Costner's acting career, you're right, whilst we're having this chat. I'm being critical of what he said. All right, fine. And, and that, <laughs> Pete Donaldson, come on, let's have a bit of light here. What do you reckon? Waterworld. Okay. Exactly. All right, well, that's, that's the end of that then. <laughs> <laughs>
which is really strange because <laughs> you know you're. I'll do it's it. Got but the most I want a nose. Yeah, <laughs> the most recognisable face in the world in, in some regards. Nose. So, yeah. but it's it, the lines are so so wooden, and it's mm. it's the this isn't really a spoiler. There's a bit in the King Arthur movie where King Arthur has to try and pull the sword out of the stone. Yeah. Right, so it <laughs> a is, two thousand year old folktale. Yeah, I think the, you can spoiler the, it. The pin, but it's the pinnacle of that story, isn't it? Yeah, it's the uh, most important part in that story. Uh, and then David Beckham suddenly there. Yeah, I use both your hands to try and pull it out of stone. You slag. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's so so jarring. That sounds a bit like your Frank the Buff. Jimmy, he's just there on hand to get another assist, is he not? Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's when yeah, direct. It doesn't have to do that. No, it's a really don't. it's a really good point because basically it's a crucial. Yeah. Part. So it makes the gimmick of it a lot more pronounced. Yes, right? and 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 to just suddenly go. Oh, everyone suddenly, as you say, the climax of the film. Here we go. This is what we're all here for. Is that David Beckham? It is yeah. David Beckham. What? <laughs> you've suddenly you, you've burst the bubble. Yeah, he's playing yeah. like a like a like a knight, isn't he? Mm. And he's 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 not a nice one. He's a he's a knob. He's being a dick to, to King Arthur, and it's, no it's way. weird to see him as an antagonist. It doesn't yeah. quite work. So, it? so you don't uh, want to disrespect King Arthur. There's a there's a scene in Game of Thrones, isn't there, with Ed Sheeran? Have yes, seen, and yeah. really drags but, you out of it as well. Yeah, and it's gr- crap. Is he playing yeah. his guitar? Yeah, he, yeah, he is. is. Yeah, he literally yeah. is. Like a folk no, honestly, I'll oh, piss off. Yeah, but yeah. Like, the point be at least that's like probably a scene they don't even need to have. Yeah, like it's just when she's traveling mm. somewhere, and mm. she sees him on the way. It's very inconsequential. Yeah. Um. So at least that's not like it doesn't matter that much. But the equivalent, you know, if if, if I don't know when a dragon kills someone for the first time, if the person they kill is fucking David Beckham, it'll be crap. <laughs> Can I say, by the way, talking of accents and all, um, in their review of King Arthur, uh, talking about David Beckham, um, M- Empire magazine called Beckham's cameo a misguided <laughs> fist-biter of a performance. <laughs> <laughs> Almost impressive when you consider it features a man who's actually from Leytonstone playing an unconvincing cockney. <laughs> Yeah, it is yeah. funny. Like, just just shout. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, that would be better. I understand there's way more to acting than that, but when, yeah. but yeah. with this kind of time frame and this kind of like the the almost like uh, realistic fantasy kind of uh, time, like a lot of Game of Thrones actors are shite and they've not had a career after it because they're kind of stage schooly, mm. kind of like chewing the scenery kind of thing. So you can get away with being absolute ham mm. in a fantasy setting. So, you so just do, can. Do you think that? So then, do you think that if he, if that performance there was delivered exactly the same way for someone who was unknown in the shape be, of water it wouldn't even be noticed <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't even be noticed right yeah okay. no yeah okay fine i don't know you know it's, it is strikingly jarring but then again <laughs> it's impossible to see it without the context yeah, that you're no. just describing well, he, he's actually fine in only falls naughty yeah, yeah. Well, look, <laughs> well, there you go. check it out got some <laughs> chops guy ritchie got a man, chop yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's definitely got one chop guy ritchie a man you respect luke i know he he, he it's still just backs, we just think similarly on a lot of things he still backs beckham's acting skills and he said he's a talented actor very confident on camera he was quite a tasty footballer wasn't he not no, relevant that's, the last bit is masking your yeah your, your the last skill. bit is just not relevant no it's not relevant no. at yeah. all and you might as well be saying he cooks a great steak well, Doesn't matter. Another tasty footballer, talking of uh, steak, who um, currently still is a footballer, Neymar. This one's amazing. Yeah, appears. I wasn't aware of this until recently. Well, now, he does appear as himself, and I know we were going to sort of caveat that and so on. But actually, I think this is... It's, it's slightly more than a cameo, though. Yeah, it's a bit more than... Yes, he does appear as himself, but he's very much 
immersed in a mad story. In the plot, yeah. yeah, it's not like uh, in goal where you know you meet a couple of footballers who are playing for the club they're playing for, and they're in a bar and they just go high or something. You know, um, he's in um, uh, a triple X return of uh, Xander Cage. Samuel Jackson meets him at a Chinese restaurant in Brazil and attempts to recruit him as the newest triple X agent. It's it's amazing as well because Neymar's like, you know, it's not for me. I'm I'm not a hero. Why is it essentially? Why is this happening? Yeah, and then which as he's, probably the as, audience are thinking. As yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. As he's walking off, some arm, <laughs> some convenient armed robbers come into the restaurant. <laughs> Neymar picks up a like a napkin holder, just mm. boots it at one of the the guy's head, mm. and just knocks him out. Class. And L. Jackson's like, ah, you are as I call him. It's like you yeah. are, you are, you, you are, are a hero after all. And then a satellite mm. crashes into the restaurant, <laughs> blows them both up. Apparently, at the end of the movie. They faked their own deaths, and Neymar has become a member of the Triple X organisation. It's like, how do you fake your own death when a satellite, satellite crashes <laughs> into a restaurant that you're in? It's quite an expensive how have way they of done faking that? it. Yeah. Um, can, can I just talk... fall down some stairs? <laughs> <laughs> You saw that you've done that before. <laughs> what, like um, like when um, Uncle Albert does on Oval's North. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I just point out in this as well, the reason this is super cynical <laughs> is because if you watch the clip, yeah. Neymar doesn't actually appear in shot with anyone else. No, no. So it's clearly been done. There's a little tack-on thing later on, completely separately. Even when he kicks the napkin holder, yeah. you don't see him do it. You no. just see like a stunt double doing it yeah. and it's just cut cuts between him and Samuel Jackson the whole time and and you just think to yourself I know Samuel Jackson's done some stuff mm. fair enough he's cashed in isn't he but he's, he's sat there talking to no one yeah. so yeah. they can cut really obviously, movie. so many clips in movies of people talking to no one but it's it's impressive that you can actually tell in this one. Yeah. yeah. But you talk a lot about how films are recut for like Chinese. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like two, how many people are in Brazil? 200,000? So it's just I basically mean, done for that reason. 200,000. 200, 200, 200, 200, 200, 200, 200, 200 million. million. At least 200,000. Yeah. Yeah. At least 200,000. Yeah. Yeah. Less, yeah. less, it's amazing how many World Cups they've won. So <laughs> <population>, really. <laughs> uh, you're less sympathetic towards Iceland when you hear that. But, uh, but yeah, so, okay, so that was definitely in the bad category. What about some sort of weirder ones uh, with football cameos? Um, Robbie Keane playing a Mormon in Mrs. Brown's Boys. This is, um, for those who haven't Stunning. seen it we'll share it on the social media and I'd love for our listeners to get in touch with some of their own ideas maybe we could do a second part of this but anyway on the, on yeah, the, we can't cover all of them of no course, on the Robbie yeah. Keane Mrs Brown's boys <laughs> thing I think it's very difficult in our role as broadcasters to manufacture the words mm-hmm. to properly articulate how odd mm. it is yeah like I, it's very hard to understand what's actually happening yeah and that's probably because no one really watches Mrs. Brown's Boys anyway that we know. It's a very it's popular, popular. programme, but not for our... My mum loves think, it. Yeah. Does she really? Yeah, yeah. I see. There's one. But I think with Robbie Keane... So obviously Robbie Keane's probably a fan of the show. Mm. And we've seen this before when people are fans of the show and obviously there's celebrities. celebrity. Apparently he's apparently repeatedly rang Brendan O'Carroll. Yeah, exa- exactly. Part, yeah. So so you think to yourself, hang on, we can, we can get in a famous footballer here. Um, he's Irish as well, you know, fits the bill, blah, blah, blah. What? Why not? And they get him in and they think, oh, yeah, but he's not an actor, is he? Like, what are we going to do? And one of the things I think to get around somebody who's not an actor or to help them would, would be do a different accent. Because if you think about it, you're, you're already pretending to be something <laughs> no, else. That's extra, that's extra yes. work. No, 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 but I think, I think that might help. Because I think if, you, if you're struggling to pretend to be someone else, well, if you can do an accent, you're you, already... You, yeah. The key word there is, or key term there, is if you can do an accent. Well, I think they've obviously asked Robbie and they've said, what, what, what about that as an option? You, go, well, I can do American. They go, you, okay, great. Don't worry, we won't check. Yeah, spoiler, yeah, he just, can't. Yeah, just, yeah. He, plays, you, he plays a Mormon. 
<laughs> By the way, alongside uh, snooker player Ken Doherty. Isn't yeah, it's it? so the, bizarre. The darling of Dublin. It's great to see him. Yeah. So it's, most of it's clearly been purged from the internet because the only clip we can find is is kind of without context, isn't it? Where Robbie Keane is already in the in Mrs. Hey, Brown's. What's the premise room. of Mrs. Brown's Boys? Uh, I, uh, it, seemed, it seems very um, slipshod, doesn't it? It didn't seem to be. Because to me, it's it feels very like nana, sweary nana in a room. Yeah, right, it's, it's an old-fashioned yeah. sitcom, like almost like the all Fresh in... Prince of Bel Air, where the live studio was, yeah. and every so often, Brendan Carroll, as Mrs. Brown comes in, and says, "Oh fucking hell!" Yeah, and, falls and over. she breaks the fall. You've just got to know it breaks the Hoover. Breaks all, the Hoover. All they're doing is it's all about the crack. That's all it is. That's all you got to know. Just tell about the crack. Are you still doing the? Are you still going to play Nick Hewer in the biopic? Well, there's been rumours. If they return my calls, would you would you do the grey hair and put the glasses on? I'd do the whole lot. Yeah, the whole the wig, the glasses, the catchphrase. You know, I would. I'm there. Do you remember Tony Cotty getting shot in? Yes. In final score. Yes, I do. That was a great bit of acting because when I saw it, I actually thought he was dead. But he was alongside Matt Lorenzo. The uh, the, the the presenter who ugh, it was in the studio as a pundit, right? That's right. Yeah. So Lorenzo's presenting Tony uh, Cotty though. Tony yeah. Cotty. When he gets shot, he's like, I don't know. He, he like properly he's, he goes forward, and I think he's like they've just gone. You know what? Just pretend to dive like you're trying to win a penalty. <laughs> Cotty's gone right enough. Boom, and off he goes. Yeah. The great, great thing about the great thing about Tony Cotty is he's famously got a Rain Man type ability to remember every single goal he scored in his career. Mm, is that right? Didn't save him, though, did it? No, it didn't. Didn't save his life. <laughs> I will tell you what, though, no, that's that's the thing. Let, gentlemen, should we finish on on perhaps the most bizarre and enjoyable of this? Because Ian Wright, who is a national treasure, there's no two ways about that. Charismatic, once had his own chat show. He's on all the uh, he's on all the channels doing all yeah. the punditry. Had a little stint presenting gladiators, didn't he? He did uh, the whole the whole shooting match. Ian Wright can do it all. He starred. I didn't know this uh, until today. He starred in the 2011 film Son of the Black Gun. Uh, the film's bio is as follows: a Nazi Luger pistol from World War II with dark and mystical powers re-emerges in modern-day Bucharest and is taken to London. En route, it falls into the hands of a media mogul intent on using its power to bring the return of the Fourth Reich through technology and music. It's just words. You can't zone out of it for oh, yeah. a second. And when you come back, you're so confused. And music. <laughs> yes, the, the trailer is is fascinating. The trailer has a filter on it that, for some reason, makes it look like the screen's bleeding. It's, <laughs> it's really strange. Well, like the start of James Bond, where he shoots. It's sort of camera. like that, but yeah, yeah. all the time, and there's there's no prompt for Oozing it. Oozing away. Is, is this is this part of Ian Wright's? I mean, as Pete Donaldson often repeats, is Ian Wright's famous ability just to do anything? Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll, just, weirdly, he'll just he'll just take, he'll just do any job. But it's 2011. It's a bit late on. Maybe he was thinking, oh, I need to. Uh, he's he's still I, I very get my hand. He's still very charismatic it. in it, despite how obviously ridiculous it is. Well, of course he is. But at the time when he was doing his chat show and all the rest of it, that was a few years before. So actually, it wasn't at the height of his. Well, clearly not. It was a film we don't. None of us have seen it. Yeah, and, but and I was surprised it, that whenever you sort of hear it's like Bucharest mm, gangster film set in London, Fourth Reich, you sort of go tax right off. You sort of go tax right off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying this is the case. Uh, no, we're no. definitely not saying that. <laughs> not definitely no, saying, not saying definitely that. Definitely not that. It's not yeah. for us to say. Is no. It? Can I bring a weird bonus one, please? Brian Clough was in an episode of Boone. <laughs> he just John Hanna and Neil Morrissey are in the no same No one's going to know what Boone is. No, I, what I don't is. even know what so Boone is. Boone was one of those programs that was probably on on a Sunday in the 80s and 90s that would bore you in a way that is simply impossible now. <laughs> if you are from if you are from beyond that era, you I promise you you've never been bored. You think you've been bored. Yeah. You've not been bored like you were bored on a Sunday in the 80s. Oh, it's hell, just yeah. the wor- the worst thing in the world. That is a great um, description. Can I can I just add to that? that is, um so Michael Elphick plays um, a character called 
Ken Boone. Ken Boone. Ken Boone, who's an ex-fireman and now a motorcycle-obsessed small-time businessman who at the same time acts as a private investigator, bodyguard and troubleshooter. What sort of pitch is that? By the way, you're 100 episodes. What? You're absolutely right. 93 episodes for 10 years. I think... This is just ridiculous. British television tried to do the population a solid by making Sunday afternoons so bad you didn't mind when Monday popped up, did you? Yeah. Because yeah. you kind of thought, well, yeah, fair enough. At least we're past that kind of thing. But you're right nowadays. But I'm going to chuck in another one very quickly. Sorry, Brian Clough just happens to be in a pub that the characters are in, by the way. I don't, I don't mind that. It's a more innocent time. Whereas with Graham Soonis in The Boys from the Black Stuff, oh, yeah. Soonis yeah. is in there. Yeah, yeah. Is, isn't it? Um, uh, there's, a, there's a thing on the running order here. It says, if you need it, who from modern football would you love to see in a remake of a classic film? Yeah. Um, I don't want this to go unsaid. Yes. Uh, go on. <laughs> Harry and Charlie Kane, Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine them in the suits? Really the Blues Brothers really would be really great. I love that. One of them is a bit taller than the other. It'll work. Yeah. Or well, what about um, twins with Danny DeVito? Yeah. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh-huh. I'd quite like to see Pep Guardiola have a go at any role, any just role. to see if he could not be himself. You said earlier Bond. Yeah, maybe Bond. Whatever, just anything, though. I'd stretch it to anything, because the man can't not be himself. He's the most no, himself if, of any if Pep, person. If Pep Guardiola's Bond, yeah. right, he gets into a situation... No, no, he'd be Q, not Bond. No, but if he was Bond, yeah. instead of sorting the situation out, he would be like walking up to the people and going, why are you doing that? No, that's what I mean. No, it wouldn't he, be believable. If Bond goes to this Q, is a better way to do this. Yeah, yeah. Q's the guy with all the gadgets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if Bond went to Pep Guardiola's queue, he'd be in there for days. You've got to explain and how everything works, and then you've got to stand here, yeah. right, and then and then walk in that channel, and you go. And if you're going to fire this gun, you have to be stood in this little Sorry, box. Is, here that, that is that Nathan Rebbin? <laughs> the lab coat he's on. like 006 or whatever. Why are you not 007 yet? Nathan Rebbin's got a lab coat yeah. on, like glasses, a pen and clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah yeah there you are um, let's end this now yeah mm. Pete anyone from modern let's football you'd like to see remake a classic film <laughs> let's get on here come it's on right. it's fine you sure don't have one get All out right. okay fair <laughs> enough there we are you see Kevin, Kevin Keegan is MacGyver <laughs> no one knows who MacGyver is MacGyver's slightly too old for us I'm back in again now. I want, yeah. I want him to uh, have a bit more of this please MacGyver would go on like Saturday afternoon Wait, no one would watch he'd it he'd be one of the Dukes of Hazard but it wouldn't play out as the Dukes of Hazard did yeah there so the Dukes are. of Hazard is more, you know, accessible than MacGyver. <laughs> you Jesus. think people are going to get your head into the century market? And they've been cancelled, so you can't even fucking <laughs> say it. Yes, oh. I'll tell you why afterwards. Well, truly, Dukes yeah. of Hazard, then. Yeah, racist. Goodness. Next, right? Okay, forget that. Thank you for joining us, everybody, <laughs> on another Football Ramble Guide too. Remember, we want your ideas for what to talk about next. We've had loads so far, and we're going to work through our favourites as the season goes on. If you fancy learning more about one of football's quirks or grand old traditions, then get in touch and tell us. Email us, show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble with your suggestions. Thank you, gentlemen. See you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. I was confused by Pete. Yeah. He's miles away. I was watching Stan Cully have a wank. Like <laughs> 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 basic instinct two. Oh, that instinct was gonna be two. my answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mind. Yeah. Doesn't mind. Sorry, can you go on Marcus Spell? Okay. Yeah. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.